Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the second chapter of Acts. And if you remember, Peter had just come to the end of uh, a message that we have here. And I say it in that way because of something we're about to read in just a moment here, okay? And he had told them what they needed to do. Remember what they'd said in verse 27, that when they'd heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brethren, what shall we do? Notice they were saying this to the rest of the apostles too, not just to Peter. So it wasn't kind of thing that everybody thought, well, they had to go to the man here. They had to talk to the man. You know, that's the way we come across most of the time in the Western church. And that's not the biblical pattern, folks. And so uh, they said, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, repent and each one of you, each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So he told them two basic big picture things and really three things here. To repent and receive. Repent for the forgiveness of your sins, but repent and each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. So you repent, you're baptized, and you receive the Holy Spirit. And then he told them in verse 39, For the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. As many as the Lord our God will call to himself. So he's saying this promise right here is for us, is for your children, and all the generations hereafter is for everybody. And then he really focuses in on something. He says, as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. He focuses and he clarifies. It is the Lord who is calling you to himself. The Lord is calling those who will believe to come and believe, okay? Now, we know another portion of Scripture, the Lord desires for all mankind to be saved. Now, verse 40, this is often referred to as the preacher's favorite verse. Why is that? And with many other words, he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them. So, yes, Peter spoke what we have here in this, uh, what we call the sermon, whatever, but he kept on. And it says, many other words, he solemnly testified. So he's testifying. In other words, what he had seen, what he had experienced. And he did so solemnly. He wasn't being flippant about this. He wasn't being cute. He wasn't doing which is so much the pattern of the world today in the church is that we think we have to be relevant. We think we have to be attractive. If I don't speak a certain kind of way, if I don't arrest the people's attention with something cute and do this and do that, otherwise they'll just sit there and beam up. And what we're really doing is we're undermining the gospel because in the way that we speak, in the way that we preach, in the way that we teach, we're literally saying that the gospel is not powerful enough in and of itself. And that right there is a lie straight from the pit of hell itself. We are told that we are to go and preach the gospel. Okay, We're not told to go and be cute and do this and do that. It says here he solemnly testified. Uh, let me click a button right here. Let me see what that word means because I'm thinking it has like this idea, yes, of, uh, of an affirmation of seriousness. Okay? 
earnestly, that's a good word, he earnestly testified. And he kept on exhorting him, saying, oh, and then it tells us what Peter was saying. And this keep it on, okay? So he's saying many words. He's solemnly testifying. He keeps on exhorting them, and he's saying this, be saved from this perverse generation. What was he saying? Be saved. Be saved. And that be saved literally carries the idea of escape. Escape from this perverse generation. Escape from this wickedness, folks. That was what he was proclaiming. And we need to do that likewise. And folks, if we only do it from the pulpit, if we only do it from the office within a church building or something like that, we are not fulfilling what the Lord has told us to do. Each and every believer is to proclaim. In the ways that the Spirit empowers you to do so, we are to do it. So what was the outcome of all this? Verse 41 of Acts 2. So then, those who had received his word were baptized. So you see that the ones who received, they believed. Okay, Those that received, they were baptized. And that day, they were added about 3,000 souls. So about 3,000 people believed. They believed, they were baptized, they received the word, and they would receive the power of the Holy Spirit. So, did it change their lives? Oh my, did it. Listen to these next verses. I'm not sure how far we'll go, but verse 42. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. So, what were they doing? These folks who were new believers, they believed on this day, did they go out and join a church? No, because they were the church. They had been joined together by the Most High God via the Holy Spirit. Okay? So they were the body. So what did they do? Did they go out and plan evangelistic strategies and doing this and doing that? No. Folks, they lived life, but their life was refocused now. Notice what they did. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They gave heed they gave attention. They gave time to constant, that's the idea behind this, to constantly attend to, to earnestly attend to the apostles' teachings. They wanted to hear the teaching of the ones that have been with Jesus. Folks, this is what we're supposed to be doing right here. This verse, verse 42, second chapter of Acts, this is... If, if we are not doing this as the body of Christ, we're just spinning our wheels. So they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, okay, with one another, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Well, how did that flesh out? We'll see in a moment. Verse 43, everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, A-W-E, and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as one might have need. Not because it was mandated, not because it was instructed, not because it was directed, but because the Spirit of the Lord was moving. And there was such a sense of awe in how they were being transformed. If somebody had a need, they met the need. So the last two verses, Acts 2. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were 
being saved. Notice again, it's the Lord adding to their number. Do you see how they were living? They were day to day in the temple before the Lord. They were day to day giving heed to the apostles' teaching and praying. They were day to day in one mind, one spirit in the mind of the Lord. And they were breaking bread from house to house. So they were meeting house to house. And so they, they would be meeting in the houses of believers. They'd be meeting in the houses of unbelievers. And they were taking these meals with gladness and sincerity of heart. Look what else they did. They praised God. And in the midst of all this, they were having favor among the people because of the transformation that was taking place. What if we, as the body of Christ, pursue this as a model of our lifestyle? That we praise God day to day. That we go from a house breaking bread and breaking meals together. That we fellowship. That we meet the needs of one another as somebody has a need. Not meet the greed of one another, but meet the need. What if we were to do that and give glory to God and watch Him add day by day those that are being saved? I think there's some things here for us to glean and understand, folks. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.